guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. I am your host, as always, Arsenio, bringing to you today a speaking skill. Guys, referring to other speakers. Now, remember, we've been talking about presentations, okay? We've been talking about group presentations. We've been talking about annotating presentation slides. Been talking about a wide variety of different things, but now, there are certain phrases you can use when you are referring to other speakers, okay? <clears throat> so it's kind of like if you want someone to go more into detail because this isn't your specific area of endeavor or your specific area of expertise, you can refer them over. So again, we can use our knowledge of what the other speakers are going to say or have said. So referring forward and backward to, you know, make things clear and make links clear to the audience. So what are some of these things? Well, you said you can say uh, X will explain more about dot, 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 or this will be picked up by dot, 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 dot. Now you could see the difference between formal and informal, right? So we'll explain more about, that's more formal. This will be picked up by, that's more course informal okay now if you're picking up or you're making a mention you you could always refer back to that specific uh, someone and say well as x has already said okay now that could be both formal informal but it, it's right there in the neutral level or you could say as already highlighted by now that's very formal okay now picking up on what x said you're basically I, I heard, well, you know what, um, one of the co-hosts for the Motivational Mentors podcast I used to do, um, he would say uh, just on that, or uh, like Arsenio said, well, you can actually say, picking up on what Arsenio has said, could you explain more about dot, 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 dot? Or you can go back and say, as Arsenio has, or as Arsenio said earlier, what our previous speakers were describing was dot, 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 okay? Or if you want to come back to someone's point, you could say, coming back to X's point. So again, these are just different ways, a variety of ways that you can, actually, uh, that you can deviate from one, you know, from one area to another, okay? You can also use references to make connections for the audience, all right? Uh, especially with their support. When you make that reference, you're kind of saying, okay, uh, you, you know, it, it's kind of like this. Perhaps X would like to come in here to discuss further about this specific area, right? So again, I've actually done this before, but it wasn't in a football, obviously here in Thailand, even if I'm teaching, or I'm not even teaching, coaching uh, in a workshop at a company, uh, we don't want to use very, very formal language like that because, again, their language capabilities are limited. But when you're in a native English-speaking environment or a, probably an intermediate plus type of environment, you can use references such as these, right? So if someone is talking about a specific area and I was uh, in a joint workshop with this other coach, and if there's something that needs to be touched on in terms of pronunciation, 
he would say, oh, perhaps AJ would like to come in here and discuss about that specific area that you're talking about. Then I would say, okay, all right, so check this out, guys. There is this, there's that. You see what I mean? That's a very, very good reference point. That's referring, right? Now, I wouldn't always use this specific phrase because it makes you look like your, your, your level, the intelligence level or whatever you want to call it is a bit low. If you say, well, this isn't really my area. X, you've looked into this more. Now, it depends. It depends, right? Because if you, the, 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 it, for example, there was a teacher that I used to work with. And I know students would ask him some of the simplest questions about grammar, like the verb to be. And he's like, well, I don't teach grammar. I don't know what grammar is. And that's not only embarrassing, but that's also, that insults your own intelligence and it shoots you in the foot. And obviously he didn't last very long at that specific place. So again, this could be a big, big problem, but if you're given like a scientific type of presentation, then okay you can actually say, okay, this isn't really my area. So perhaps AJ could come in and look into this more. Or you could say, oh, wow, that is a very good question. I'm going to hand this over to X because blah, 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 blah. Or I'm going to hand this over to X, comma, who, dot, 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 dot. Do you guys got it? So what I'm going to do is out of all those phrases, okay, what you're going to do is make note of the phrases in terms of the six questions that are down below. All right. Now, of course, this is available on the ArsenioBuckShow.com, so make sure that you tune into the blog and you can fill these in. All right. So without further ado, let me play this bad boy. The practical aspects of this will be picked up later by Dr. Hassam. Okay, number one. Two. And then we can use this understanding in the field of behavioral sciences, which Dr. Hassam will explain more about. Three. On the surface, it may not seem to have much to do with what our previous speakers were describing. Four. This sunk cost fallacy does seem to be an inherited instinct, similar to nostalgia, as outlined by Professor Simpson. Five. Now, the connection to Professor Simpson's area should be becoming evident. As she has already said, nostalgia is a neurological phenomenon. Six. And as already highlighted by Dr. Hassam, the sunk cost fallacy is a factor in any decision. So there it is, guys. So do you hear how they refer, make the references, and make little comments again to help the audience go either forward or backward? This is something that you could use beginning today immediately. So with that being said, guys, you could do the nice little exercise and write those words in, in the blanks on my website. And if you have any other questions, please let me know. Stay tuned for more. Pronunciation for speaking is coming up. I'm your host, as always, over and out.